This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. Listening to the Voices of Wrestling podcast with your hosts, Joe Lanza. X out, go listen to some boring podcast where they're, where they're afraid of their own shadow. Okay? Don't listen to Joe Lanza because Joe Lanza's not changing. And Rich Craig. <laughs> who delivers this guy in a big spot? Joe, don't yell at me. Like in, the, in the big spot, who delivers better than this guy? Joe, stop yelling at me. I agree. All right, welcome once again to the Voice of Wrestling flagship podcast. I'm Rich Craig, alongside, as always, Mr. Joe Lanza. Joe, how is it going? As we yeah, just right. talked for 25 minutes about our uh, our, our impending uh, doom and lack of jobs. <laughs> our impending financial doom? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going great, Rich. Well, it's I'll tell you, honestly, I, I might be in one of the few businesses that actually we had our busiest week, my, my shoot job, our busiest week that we've literally ever had in our entire life. Like in the entire company's history, the company's been around for 30 plus years, the busiest week we've ever had this week. Because apparently everybody realizing that if I can't go to the gym and I can't do this and I can't do that, that I have to work out at home. So we are, our warehouse is empty. We have like a, a, a this gigantic warehouse, like a city block. It's fucking empty, Joe. There's nothing left in it. Sold out. We're done taking orders. Yeah, we're just legitimately done taking orders. NWO sold out. It's it's wild. So, yeah, I guess... I don't know if I have impending financial doom, but it was actually literally the busiest... As everyone's like, oh, I'm in my pajamas. I'm bored. I'm, like, the busiest I've ever been in my entire life. But, um, yeah, you're you're on the opposite side of that. And, yeah, many, many others are as well. And it's... Uh, it fucking sucks, man. World sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fucking I'm, garbage. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. terrible. I'm going to be unemployed shortly. I mean, there's no question about that. Um, but here's the thing. If you've sold all of your equipment. Well, this is the problem that we all kind of came up with as well. Is it's like, what happens now? We've sold everything out and now what? So um, luckily our stuff is made in China and oh, wait, never mind. Damn it. So yeah, it's a yeah. problem. Is our stuff's not coming back to us. Because usually we say, hey, we need this stuff. And they say, okay, here you go. Oh, that's not happening. So um, you're right. There is a. We're at the top of the, the the roller coaster, but now the roller coaster goes down. So um. there's there's nothing left to sell, <laughs> right? Right. And there's no new shit coming in. It's like what was that match a couple years ago with uh, Randy Orton, and I forget his opponent, but um, it was some kind of no DQ match or something like that, and and. It was probably against John Cena, let's be honest. Let's, uh, I was going to say, it's either Cena or like Seth Rollins or whatever. But yeah, go ahead. Good odds it was John Cena. So he's delivering a beatdown on the outside, and some fan was yelling to ring the bell, and Randy Orton turns to him, and he goes, There is no bell to ring! <laughs> right. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. <laughs> that was one of the best things Randy Orton has ever done. That's when I started becoming a big... Um... I was going to say O'Brien, actually. It was Daniel Bryan. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that makes it was during the the yeah. Okay, so like during the uh, corporate uh, what they call uh, the authority. The authority, the authority era. Yeah, I believe it was during the authority era. But that's like you. You're like there is no barbell to sell. <laughs> right. You 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 have nothing 
left to sell. Right, yeah. Like, as we were starting this call, I had a, a guy that, that reached out to our social media, and he's like, I'm on the phone, and you guys aren't answering. And I'm like, we have nothing to sell you. <laughs> like, what do you want, dude? Like, all right, cool. You can order something, but you're not going to get it. Like, we'll take your money, you know. <laughs> and we'll, I'll, you, yeah. can, you can definitely give us $1,000. We'll take your money, but you're not going to get shit for two months. So, or also, or, like, our state's shutting down, so we actually literally can't. So, um, right. I don't know, dude. He's like mad at me, and I'm like, I, okay, we'll take your money then. Give us your money. Cool. <laughs> well, I mean, so patreon.com slash voices of wrestling. Very, very fitting right now. Uh, $5 unlocks everything. And, uh, you know, maybe buys a loaf of bread or two. If you can find um, it. There's no bread to be, there's no bread to buy, Joe. There is no bread to buy. It's a good point. Um, I literally got the last loaf of bread last weekend when I went grocery shopping. My grocery store wasn't that bad. We were uh, – I only had like two items that I wanted to buy that I couldn't, and they were hardly vital. You know what I couldn't buy for some reason? Sweet potatoes. You want to hmm. try to explain that one to me? That doesn't seem like a hoardable item. Right, almost, right, right. I almost feel like that was just happenstance. That like, might have just like – it just so happened that like a guy came in and bought a bunch of sweet potatoes and that made it seem like it was – I feel like sometimes you go to the grocery store and it's like, ah, darn, they're out of mangoes. That's kind of might have what happened there with the sweet potatoes. Right, maybe they're, maybe the delivery didn't come or something like that or, or something. Yeah, I don't think that a bunch of people said, okay, I need bread. I need Lysol wipes. And, of course, can't forget the sweet potatoes. Right. So <laughs> must I have sweet potatoes, yeah. That one kind of was just one of those things that would have happened whether the world was ending or not. And then uh, there was this ground beef, ground pork blend that I get from the butcher. He makes it special for me. He couldn't do it because he didn't have the the ground pork available. So it was like silly things like that. Like I was able to get – like our supermarkets are not – the only thing our supermarkets don't have like every other supermarket is fucking toilet paper. That's the only thing that like – Right. Mine's the same way too. Yeah, mine's not like – we have a few different ones around here. And yeah, they're not wild except for – they're like busy, but you can get most everything. But yeah, like the it's just like cleaning supplies and and toilet paper is the only shit that's out. And who fucking yeah. cares, man? The toilet paper it, thing is so weird to me. I don't get it. And I feel like it's it's not helpful when people take a picture, a close up picture of the empty ramen shelf, right, and then tweet it out and 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 scare everybody that there's nothing in the supermarkets. That shit doesn't help. I really wish people wouldn't do that, but um, you know that's. That's human nature. We're we're fucking we're all scumbags uh, when it comes down to it, and 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 people like to do shit like that. But uh, you know, because I you know I saw that stuff too, and and I'm someone who tries to remain, uh, you know, calm, and I I don't let things bother me. And even I got a little concerned before I went grocery. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to be walking in on? When right. I well, you kind of there's that there's the hysteria, and then there's the reaction to the hysteria, and there's sort of this weird like hysteria jealousy that you're like well wait why am i not being hysterical or maybe i should get more like you you, you know the, the other day you know michelle and i were at you know at, at the store and we're, we're about ready to like check out or whatever and we you know we didn't have that much and i'm like man do we, do we, i think we maybe we need more should we go back and get more it was like like we didn't need any more i don't need anything more but like there's this hysteria that you have when you see other people being hysterical where you're like oh maybe we're not preparing enough like maybe we should get more and it's it's like you don't have to i mean we have more than enough food to last us you know weeks so it's and, and and grocery stores will still be open and there's still stuff and 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 whatnot but uh you do kind of buy into it as you kind of look around or you see the pictures and you go well i i better get eggs you know oh my god i'm gonna need eggs like i, I don't need eggs normally like why do i need eggs now but like you don't yeah. really do much with eggs but i'm like oh well, we need eggs. <laughs> like you know it, it's this weird thing that you 
you know what I mean? Like, I bought, like, ten frozen pizzas. I'm like, oh, just in case. You never know. That's actually not a bad purchase. That's going to work out pretty well. But, um, yeah, you have this sort of counter reaction to the hysteria where you end up being hysteric as well and, and, and go nuts and, and try to figure stuff out. So it's – Well, I just, I just didn't know what I'd be walking in on. So, you know, I went over there, and it turns out they had fucking everything but sweet potatoes. You know, so, you know, and it might be different in different areas, but people were just in there calmly doing their shop. And there was this weird vibe. You know, there's the weird vibe when you go to the grocery store now where people are kind of just, you know, you can sense that something's a little off. But, you know, and then I'm doing my shopping and I'm like picking up a box of Pop-Tarts and I'm like, should I get two of these? And then I'm like, no, why? Right, right, why right I, exactly. Why am I contributing to that? There's no need for that. Like, I need protein bars. You know what? Let me get seven boxes of protein bars. It's like, no, don't. <laughs> just yeah, don't. like there's a hundred boxes of Pop-Tarts here. Like, why would I buy two? Let the other guy get one, you know? Uh, so... You know, and it's the only time I leave the house now is to go grocery shopping. So, uh, you know, I'm getting set to go tonight. We'll see if I get some fucking sweet potatoes. I just want some sweet potatoes, Rich. Not too much to ask. What do you, what do, you do? So as we, as we go to, to recipe, because, I mean, there's wrestling to talk. Who fucking cares? But uh, what do you do with your uh, what, what do you do with your sweet potatoes? Are you a... Uh... Oh, they're versatile. Okay, because I, I do a lot of things with them, too. So I'm kind of curious if maybe you and I can, can share some ideas here. So what do, what do you do with your sweet potatoes? I will take a mashed sweet potato. By the way, there's people mashed... being upset that we're not talking about wrestling. What the fuck do you want us to do? We'll talk about zero one in a little bit. Don't worry. <laughs> you know, we have plenty of time. Uh, there's wrestling on the on the docket. I mean, you're going to get the most <laughs> thorough breakdown of Big Japan and zero one that you can handle. Okay? Yeah. And uh, we'll, t- we'll get to the WrestleMania We'll talk about stuff. 2014 Chicago Indies. Yeah, we'll talk about a TLC match that happened a few years ago. Like we we got you covered. Don't worry. Listen, if there's wrestling happening somewhere, we're gonna find a way to talk about it because, uh, you know, there, Rich, we're what we're running out of wrestling to talk about. Uh, very soon, I, we'll talk about it when we talk about a WrestleMania thing as well. I I, I feel like we're gonna run out pretty quickly in America. <laughs> very shortly, I think there might be a, a a stop to a lot of the stuff going on in America. But uh, at least Japan's ramping back up a little bit. So. I mean, you know, you know they are, but, but they're are gonna, they? yeah, no, they're gonna, yeah, they're, they're gonna. I, I, wall to I kind of, <laughs> I kind of feel like that's a mistake. I do too. Um, yeah. When when all of these promotions that are running are are like taking people's temperatures before they let them in the building, and handing people, you know, little packets of hand sanitizer, and then designating, you know, areas of the building, uh, you know, not letting everyone leave at once, like letting, if you have to go through that many measures to run the show, then it's probably still dangerous to run the show. I mean, agree or disagree. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I and I was going to bring that up later as well. And, and it's a, it's a thing that I, I kind of have the same thought of when I see American promotions running and I say, like I was watching GCW, you know, yesterday and the guys are, you know, shaking hands and spitting on chairs and hitting each other with it and spitting in each other's mouths and stuff. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> guys, like, yeah, let's, I mean, let's, you know, let's be careful here. This isn't going to be yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going to sit here and preach and tell these promotions not to run these empty arena shows. And I'm not going to preach at the Japanese promotions for running their shows with fans. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I'm all, I'm okay with that because it gives me something to watch and gives me something to talk about on this show and gives me something to give the paying customers behind the paywall. Um, and, and, and you know, as long as they're all operating under the parameters of, of what these governments want us to do, I, I, it's okay. I don't have a problem with people running. I don't. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't have a problem with the way AEW handled it, uh, which for Dynamite this week. Um, but yeah, it's a it's 
you know, you're kind of tempting fate with kind of the stuff that you're talking about. I mean, do we really need to be spitting on each other? Uh, now, you, the counter argument would be, well, there's already so much contact anyway. I mean, uh, we're, we're wrestling anyway. And, right, and right, body right, fluids right. being exchanged. What the fuck is the difference? But it's kind of just an optic thing. You know, at that point, it becomes, you know, yeah, maybe it isn't any more dangerous than what we're already doing. But isn't it kind of like uh, – sort of taunting the public when you when you're taking it another step and you're spitting on each other i i don't know you know AEW is going to do a bloody match you know uh, this week if they have a show if they have a dynamite this week they're going to do the blood and guts match you know and they're presumably going to be bleeding all over each other again i i don't know where i stand on that you know it's on one hand if they're testing everybody and and, and you know because we also don't know what these companies are doing AEW and wwe they have the means and they have the connections to get everybody tested. I don't know if they're doing that. Uh, neither one have announced that they're doing that. But maybe they are doing that for all we know. I have no idea. So if you get you know, 30 wrestlers in a building and you've all been tested and you're all clear and it's, it's a closed environment, uh, you know, who am I to say? But, yeah, it's a little icky watching these guys spit on each other. Yeah, like you said, it's kind of the optics of it where you're just like, yeah. oh, man. Like, it's, it's, it's you know, I enjoy that you guys are sort of saying, you know what, hey, in, in, in this, you know, everything that's going on, we're going to still provide a product to you. But, yeah, doing like, you know, and it <laughs> the GCW thing, it was it was Jimmy Lloyd and, and, and uh, Matthew Justice. And uh, they were serving Coronas at the bar that they were running at, of course. Uh, so Matt Justice... Got a uh, a bottle of Corona, chugged it, and then spit it in Jimmy Lloyd's mouth, and I was just like, man, <laughs> like ah, you know, Corona, yeah, corona. it's I so hilarious, it. <laughs> yeah, hilarious bit, and it's that's like, funny. Yeah, it's one of these things too, yeah. where maybe it hits a little closer home to me too, because like as it's as I'm watching this, I'm getting you know a call from my wife saying, hey, we're running out of masks at my place, and there's a bunch of people that are positive, but we still have to go anyway. <laughs> it's like ah, oh, Jesus, like you know, what I mean, yeah. like the optics of on one hand, I have somebody that's working at a hospital that's running out of masks that t- is taking care of positive patients, and then on the other hand i'm watching a show where dudes are spitting corona in each other's mouths and i'm like man like it made yeah. me feel like even if maybe it shouldn't make the, you know it, you know it's just one of these things where i'm like oh man like, yeah shit. <laughs> i mean and, and it's like i'm watching dynamite this week and then it was a great show i mean they they handled it they nailed it man we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit i mean in terms of like empty arena they they got the template there they knew how to do it but i'm watching it with this eerie feeling of you know, in a week or two weeks or three weeks, are we going to look back at this as what the fuck were they thinking? You know, wow. Can you believe that AEW and Game Changer and some of these other places were actually still running shows? Mm-hmm. Is that going to be our feeling in two or three weeks? I, I think you it know? very well could be, but I do wonder as well. And this, this is, I'm not, this is just, I'm not, it's, it's slight conspiracy theory. It's not anything that I know or whatever, but hypothetically say that somebody they, they did the show and let's say somebody from AEW, whatever whoever it tested positive and they and they, and they had it do you think they would even announce it or would they just kind of be like "Ooh, okay never mind we're not gonna run any shows let's just not say anything about it let's just kind of move on because because that feels like it could it, it could happen and then if they did announce that it would lead to a lot of issues in the terms well, of like what what the hell were you guys thinking like why are we, like of course that was going to happen of course somebody was going to test you know positive for it so whereas like maybe maybe it still does happen but they just say okay look um hangman page or whatever you know hypothetically just 
just we'll keep low, lay low. We'll, we'll we'll isolate. We'll just not do a show next week or the next a few weeks after or whatever. Let's just not say anything because the PR backlash from that, like you said, could be huge. There's not much else to concentrate on. So if if the news can concentrate on pro wrestling decides to still run in light of all everybody else canceling and one of their members tests positive and spreads it to the entire locker room or whatever, that's bad optics. It's terrible optics. It is. I think like we talked about last week, though, I think pro wrestling still flies under the radar because mm-hmm. it's just trashy, uh, you know, white trash entertainment in the eyes of of the media. But there's no question. Once an AEW or WWE wrestler test positive, both companies have to completely shut down. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And Someone is going to test positive in both of those companies. I mean, it's a given. It's going to happen. It's a, it's an absolute mortal lock. So it's just not a question of if, but it's a question of when. And then when it does happen, you have to shut down at that point, which is why I think WWE is very smart in that they are basically taping their WrestleMania matches right now and doing it ahead of time. Right, which I, I'm surprised they – I was surprised they didn't announce they were doing that. I think that was always the plan, even if they didn't outwardly – say it that's a hundred percent the best idea do it when you can oh, yeah because you have no i mean god right as we're recording this like literally as we started recording this you know illinois announced a, a total shutdown like that's coming for florida that's coming for most yeah. of these states are going to eventually have it i mean florida's spiking in terms of uh of cases as well so that shutdown is coming so you get get everything in the can as quickly as you can and and, and figure it out from there for sure the, the shutdowns are coming and someone testing positive is coming and then you have to shut down you have to shut it down so it's like WWE is doing the right thing. They're getting as much in the can as they can, mm-hmm. uh, including getting WrestleMania, uh, you know, uh, pre-taped before, you know, the two-day WrestleMania. Because remember, last week when we did the show, none of this, nothing was canceled yet. WrestleMania wasn't canceled. WrestleMania weekend uh, wasn't canceled. We, you know, the the indie groups and the you know the collective and WrestleCon and and Gabe were all waiting to see. Uh, you know, uh, we were still sort of in that weird limbo, but a lot has happened. A lot happens every hour, let alone every day. Let I was going to say every that week. feels like eight months ago that we had the conversation about the Indians. It does, which is why I say, I mean, as soon as fucking Kip Sabian, okay, test positive for this thing, AEW is going to have to shut it down. And I think they realized that because they were very careful with their verbiage. They were not saying next the next week, dynamite, the next dynamite. Next dynamite. <laughs> right. So if they have to shut down for a month or, you know, because once one person tests positive, basically they have to quarantine everybody for the 14 days, right? Right. Exactly. And then and then whoever doesn't have symptoms or whoever, then hypothetically you can bring those people back and start doing your TV again. But you have to shut down for two weeks because everyone who's been in contact with the person who tests positive, which is every – Rich, they had everyone at Dynamite this past week. And when I'm watching it live, I'm thinking, oh. This is smart because they're probably taping all through the night and all day tomorrow. They own the building, right? Florida's not shut down yet. They're taking advantage. All they did was tape one dark. I think WWE was very smart to tape ahead. I don't know what the fuck AEW's thinking. They had everyone in the building. Do we know that they didn't, though? Because that's... that's, Because that was my exact question. Are they lying to people then? I have no idea. They haven't... I mean, then... Then at that point, you have to say, okay, then Tony Khan and everybody else, they're lying to Dave Meltzer then. Right. And I don't see what the point is. Um, You know, because the spoilers won't get out because it's just your people there. Okay? So if you're concerned about that, I, I just 
I guess they're choosing to go at this week to week, and that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. You had everybody there. They should have been taping all day, went live, then taped all night, then taped all day the next day, and got as much possible in the can before everybody hit the point of exhaustion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I would have taped from 11 a.m. till, yeah, like you said, 10, and then say, okay, sorry, guys, you know, thanks for coming. Bye. Now we're good for another month and a half. What, two what months, are you yeah. taping? dark for i mean uh, yeah why are that you made even... no sense to me either i was kind of Here, surprised here's what you do you do you tape three or four matches that are totally non-canon involving your undercard people for dark and you show one a week dark is now a 20 minute show and it has one match and the match is like peter avalon versus kip sabian every week i mean what are you doing wasting your time the, the you this precious time and the precious resources you have right now because you because things change by the hour and you took you taped a dark that you instead of taping next week's TV I really can't understand the mindset over there or what they're thinking or why they're handling it the way they are it doesn't make sense to me uh, I would just be getting as much footage as possible mm-hmm. on tape. Well, I think and, the, what's and, so weird too is there was a bunch of guys in that show that were just like there, like MJF's just there. And that's like, why I thought. That's why I thought. That's why my thought was, oh, they're taping everything because, which is, I, which is why I kind of think they. But you're right. What, what's what's the reason to lie to everybody and say that you're not doing that? Why is Tully Blanchard there? Oh, you know, geez. it's like, yeah. well, and I don't even mean from the perspective of why were all of the older people there? Because do we really need? It's like. Forget that Tully Blanchard and Jim Ross and Jake Roberts and and Tony Schiavone and whoever else I'm forgetting are in the higher risk, at least from an age perspective, right? Um, Forget that for a second. That's an entirely different argument, whether you want to protect those guys. And on one hand, you do. On the other hand, Tully Blanchard and Jake Roberts and these guys, they're grown men too. And if if they insist upon – we don't know the conversations that went down. Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody called Tolly Blanchard and said, hey, Tolly, you can sit these out. And Tolly said, fuck you. I'm coming to work. And it's like, well, okay, I kind of get that too. You know, maybe these guys don't want to feel like, uh, you know, they're being sheltered. So I, I don't know the conversation. But just from the perspective when I, when I brought up Tolly, it's like, why do you need him there if you're only doing this week of TV and he's just going to be one of these people, uh, you know, sitting around the ring and, and – you know, it's like you don't necessarily need as many people there as they had. It, it, it that's why I was stunned when I found out they didn't tape anything ahead. Mm-hmm. Because I just figured if they're all there to the extent that you know people who aren't even being pushed and people who you don't need to be there were there, then I figured they must have. I figured that they were gonna put stuff you know weeks and months right. ahead. Well, because you're at the point now where I mean, like we said, you know, last week felt like eight months ago. Like remember last. Last Wednesday, Dynamite was in front of fans. <laughs> you know, a week and two days ago, they were in front of fans, a full arena. <laughs> you know, and and a week later, now like you have no idea what the next week's going to bring. So I'm right with you. I was stunned. I and part of me still doesn't believe it because I know that there's smart people back there and there's smart people running that company to the point where I just I can't fathom they didn't tape other stuff. I could see what you're saying. Like, how do we know they didn't? But again, you're right. There's no reason for them to lie. I mean, when, when yes. asked, they're saying that they didn't. So why would they say that? To me, you have to explain to me what they gained by telling. People right. That and I have no, I have no answer to that. So, and, and I, I don't, I don't understand. I can't work out what would be gained. You know, if anything, they'd be praised for, you know, because you can get positive publicity out of that because you can say, oh, well, we're only bringing our people together once. And then we're sending everybody home just to hang out, and then we're taken care of for the next 
X amount of weeks. And then we'll cross that bridge when we get to it when all of the footage we filmed has been used. But we brought everyone together once and now everyone's home and safe and we've got six weeks worth of footage or whatever and it's the best of all world. Like that would look good. You know, I don't think it's a – like we're praising WWE. Yeah. For doing that. And I'm not, I, you know, I'm actually, and I know that they've said that they're doing it this week. I wouldn't be shocked if last week they already started doing some stuff. I mean, you had Taker there, you got Styles there. Why not just tape that match right then? Yeah, just do the match. Right. You, you had know? Baszler and you had Becky right there. Boom. There you go. Tape that. And match. then send them home. Right. And, and then you're done. Just, we don't need Undertaker anymore. Go back to Texas. You're good, man. Becky, you're good now. Go back to wherever you need, you know, whatever you need to do. do like, you know, yeah. When when they're there and the, their opponent's there, boom. Get them in there. Get them in that thing. Throw a fucking WrestleMania on the video board. Have them do their dopey little match. Send them away. And then, yeah, you're good. Then don't come back. We don't want to hear from you for, you know, another month or whatever. Well, I mean, let's transition to WrestleMania then, because we're, we're so we're just gonna. This was all the sweet potato talk here, so we we've missed the sweet potato talk. Do we want to go back to it later? Uh, listen, uh, it's versatile. You know what I was gonna say? Yeah, go ahead. I, <laughs> we, we got interrupted by this stupid wrestling, but go back to the, the sweet potato. You know, I would much rather eat a mashed sweet potato than a regular mashed potato. Oh it god, just yes. I hate better. mashed potatoes. Hate mashed potatoes, but mashed but sweet potatoes. I, I do too. But mashed sweet potato, I could do that all day. We're, we're kindred spirits right. there, so. You can you can uh, do you have an air fryer? Uh, I don't, but I'm going to acquire one sometime soon. I've you, heard you, very good things. I do have a my oven apparently can can air fry things, so I'm going to try that out over the next. Uh, I mean, you could, you could do it in an oven too, but you thinly slice a sweet potato and you stick it in the air fryer for you know 15 minutes, or stick it in your oven. Even little uh, if you're going to do it in the oven, okay, a little bit of EVOO, mm-hmm. little of the extra virgin. You put a little extra virgin on there. Uh, seasoning of choice, you can go with the paprika. You can go with a little cracked pepper, cracked black pepper. You know, you don't go heavy on it. You know, you bake it up. It's beautiful. Oh, it's yeah. Delicious. I do. I, I make like diced. I make like diced sweet potatoes and I'll put the them in the oven. works. Yeah, I'll put them in the oven. Dri- dripple, you know, dripping with uh, the olive oil. I throw whatever, I, whatever I'm feeling at the time. I'm, sometimes I do half and half. Like half I'll put like, you know, crushed red pepper or paprika on it. And then the other half will maybe just do straight up salt and pepper just a little bit. And then, yeah, let it, let it, let them get a little, you got to let them get a little crispy too. Let it get a little dry, a little crispy. And that's where the air fryer would, would come in handy. Then take them out. And yeah, they're fucking fantastic. Yeah. That's why I mentioned the air fryer. Cause you know, but yeah, little, little crispy, but it's easy to overcook though. Especially I fucked up many of them. Yeah. Where you're like, ah, yeah. two more minutes. You come back and they're fucked <laughs> after those Throw two black minutes. Black on yeah. the bottom. Right, right. Like, God damn it. Tastes like shit. But, uh, another good sweet potato, you know, you know what I like to do? I like to get a nice skirt steak. It's not very expensive because yeah. it's real fatty. I'm, you big know, skirt, I'm, a, I'm a big skirt steak guy. Big skirt well. steak guy. Yeah. Slice it, the skirt steak, you know, long ways. You get the nice slices of skirt steak. Uh, put it out on the pan. Green beans, get some fresh green beans. They're like a dollar, dollar twenty-five a pound. They're yeah. cheap. Okay. You cut off the ends. Uh, That's the part I hate to do with the cut off the ends. It takes fucking like, it. It takes like 10 minutes, and it's such a pain in the ass. I hate it so much. I love green beans. But, God, it's just like those 10 minutes of my life. I'm like, motherfucker. Everybody, like, dink, dink as you're cutting them off, you know, one by yeah. one. You're like, fuckers. It'd be nice if they were all the same length, and you could just do them all at once. But they're I never sometimes the do that. Length. You know what I do? I sometimes yeah. just do that. When I get annoyed, I'll, so I'll start out the first, you know, five minutes. I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, do one by one by one. And then I'm like, all right, I just grab a big handful, and I try to get them sort of, like, all in the same. And I just Line rip up. them. And, like, some are half, you know, ripped. And the other, I'm just like, whatever. I'm just fucking done. Yeah, you're <laughs> sacrificing a quarter inch right. on I'm half. like, you know what? My life is worth, you know, not – I don't have the time for this. You know, now I do. Yeah. Now I'll probably dice every fucking one. So. Oh, you got plenty of time. <laughs> Cut the ends <laughs> right, off green, right. green beans now. 
So you get the skirt steak and you slice it thin. Now you marinate the skirt steak overnight if you really want to go all out, you know, and, and whatever you want to marinate it in, that's up to you. I use like a Worcestershire sauce and then uh, um, some other uh, – some more different spices. And, you know, I have my own little marinade that I do, but you don't have to marinate it either. But anyway, you get the skirt steak. You get the uh, the green beans. You lay them out on the pan. And then like you're saying, the diced sweet potatoes, okay? Not too big. You only go maybe you know quarter inch on the dice too, just some diced sweet potatoes. Then you chop some fresh garlic. I know Rich doesn't like to chop the garlic, so you probably no. We, we figured out there. we got we got a garlic uh, chopper. It's really good. We there we bought go. like five of them, and they all sucked. And then we found this one, and it's fucking perfect. It immediately just chops it all. It's per- it's ideal. So yeah, we don't we're we're down to chop garlic again. So see, I don't mind peeling and chopping the garlic. Brings me back to the old country. You know, I don't <laughs> the mind. old country. So you know, Jersey. <laughs> yeah, the old country. That's what I mean. The old country. So, I, I, you, know, you don't see, want to go back to your old country, Joe. I'm telling you, right now is not a good time for the old country. So, nah, Texas is way better off than New Jersey. Oh, I meant I Italy. Even, I meant Italy more than anything. Oh, Italy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the real, the real old, old country? country? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Fuck that. You yeah. don't want to go uh, there right now. No, no. They were uh, they were too busy chopping garlic and laughing th- laughing things off, and uh, you saw what happened to them. But um, so yeah, you you dice the garlic and then you you sprinkle you, again the EVOO get the olive oil involved over. <laughs> The beans and the and the sweet potatoes and the skirt steak. Then you sprinkle the fresh chopped garlic over the top. Okay, you bake that at about three seventy five, and and the time depends on how much steak you have out on there, you know. But you bake it at about three seventy five. You, you get the you know once those uh, beans and the sweet potatoes are soft, and the steak is at a nice medium medium well. You pull that out. Rich, it's delicious. Sounds I highly recommend yeah. it. So I, I usually I usually have the steaks like on the grill, and then we're doing the the, the, the beans on like a frying pan or whatever. But I like the idea of uh, putting it all in the oven, one plate, one tray. That's not a bad one idea. One tray, one tray. Then you get the spatula. You know, the wife gets one half, you get the other half. You know, you don't have to worry about plate presentation in the home. No, God, although, no. Although I do. I was gonna say you sure. probably do, Mister Restaurant Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My plate presentation is exquisite, even at home at like. 10 15 at night after the kids are finally asleep you just want to go to bed she's just starving to death but i'm there like putting parsley leaves on the <laughs> right, plate perfectly placed to parsley make sure leaves. it looks good you know and, and she and, just devours uh, it in four seconds and then puts the plate away and goes to sleep right yeah 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 and then it's just you know you know i don't even i don't even get like oh like like in the beginning of the relationship it was all oh let me take pictures of this for instagram <laughs> right, right 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 i want my friends to see what what this man of mine uh, puts together and that no more. It just, like you said, it gets devoured in 30 seconds and she goes to bed and um, I eat alone in the dark by myself. <laughs> and uh, sorry. sorry for laughing at that. Yeah. It's uh, you know, but um, look, she gets up at five fifteen 